This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, my awesome friend? Today's classic Having It All episode is titled, What Years of Inconsistency Taught Me About Follow-Through and Keeping My Commitments. I was speaking with a client recently, and they were sharing that one of their biggest goals was to become more trustworthy. They very much wanted to become a person that other folks, as well as themselves, could count on, no matter what. And so adding the character traits of consistency and follow-through into their tool belt was one of their biggest goals for 2023. And I hear this a lot. People reach out to me and they share that the number one thing keeping them from making significant, lasting changes in their lives and hitting their goals is consistency. They just can't stay consistent. They start, they stop, they start, they stop. And when things get tough or things are uncomfortable or too challenging, they simply quit. And I used to be that way as well. That was me for many, many years. However, I was able to make a change. And I was able to become a person who is consistent, trustworthy, and disciplined. So if you're struggling with these things, if you're struggling with consistency, with discipline, and with follow-through, then check out this episode, and I'm going to share with you my struggles in those areas, as well as how a few very rude awakenings helped me to flip that switch to becoming a person that other people can count on, a person who is consistent and a person who keeps their commitments. And after listening to this episode, I invite you to shoot me an email with your biggest takeaway. This is gonna be a way for you to increase your accountability around addressing your lack of consistency, addressing those follow-through challenges that you might be having. So send me an email, share with me your number one takeaway. My email is matthew at matthewbivens.com. All right. Here we go with today's episode titled, What Years of Inconsistency Taught Me About Follow-Through and Keeping My Commitments. Enjoy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. 
Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, friends. This episode is sponsored by Factor, my go-to source for delicious and ready-to-eat meals. I love the work that I do, and I can find myself following an idea or a project for hours at a time and then realize that I haven't eaten in a while. It's in those moments that I'm so grateful for Factor. First off, their meals are fresh, chef-crafted, and ready to eat, which means I don't have to spend time prepping, cooking, and cleaning up. I just get to enjoy the food. Second, since there are over 35 different meal options each week, I never get bored. I can choose from Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, Keto, and more, which is great because Sarah and I have very different tastes, and now we don't have to compromise as much in the kitchen. And then there are the add-ons, which include things like pancakes, smoothies, and more. Basically, Factor has you covered through the entire day. Overall, we have found so much value in Factor. And if you're like us, then Factor might be the perfect solution for you if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash havingitall50 and use code havingitall50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code havingitall50 at factormeals.com slash Having it all 50 to get 50% off. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I am your host and your balanced lifestyle coach, Matthew Bivens here. And I want to say thank you for tuning in, for showing up, for choosing yourself, for making this deposit into yourself. I believe it's an amazing, amazing thing. And it's going to result in hopefully a lot of breakthroughs for you. That's what I always play for. I want to create some some connections within you, some insights, some aha moments. Sometimes it's things that you're going to realize that are uncomfortable. Sometimes it's going to be just pieces that connect where you're like, oh my gosh, yes, that's it. And that's what I'm always playing for so that you can create your abundant, loving life. I hope you're having an amazing day, truly, honestly, truly. And I hope you are making it an amazing day. And that's why it's so amazing because you are creating it, right? You're being proactive. And I've had a fantastic day. It's Monday morning. Mondays are always really cool for me. They're days that Sarah and I do our home birth podcast interviews. So for our show, Doing It at Home. So we spoke with two amazing mothers this morning. And these are also days that I do my fast, my 24-hour juice fast. So I'm well into my fast right now. So I'm feeling, I'm actually feeling pretty energized in the moment, which is great. Yeah, just uh, rock and roll with a whole bunch of energy while I don't have any food in my system. Let my body just cleanse itself out and I get a chance to work on those emotional attachments. That's an amazing thing. I love it. And today's topic is awesome as well. I'm talking about consistency. And there are little little hints of consistency in everything that I just shared, actually. And it's been a big part of my own my own journey is Honestly, it was a lot of judgment and criticism about me not being consistent. And uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my 
processes or just my path to getting to this point where I am very consistent in a lot of areas um, and where I allow myself the grace to not be so consistent in other areas and how I deal with all of it, how I was able to really lock in and become a person who was consistent and trustworthy and dependable, first within myself and then with with people, with other people. So I'm going to talk about all that great stuff today because I know that consistency is probably on your mind in some area. And one of the six Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, or fun, you're probably feeling like you could be a little more consistent. So we're going to dig into that today. My magic for today's episode is related to consistency as well. And uh, let me just mess with my mic a little bit. There we go. There we go. All right. So my magic today, and again, magic or magical moments, those are those times in life when you influence self, others, or life in an empowering way. And for me, I got so much magic, and I've been pouring a bunch of my magic into the Your Day Balance Game app. So if you are on that app, then watch me. Just search Matthew Bivens, watch me, and you'll see all these magical moments that I'm putting in there. And I haven't put this one in there yet, but I'm going to. So today's magic, as I said, it's a Monday, and this is when Sarah and I do our doing at home interviews. And my magic is being consistent with Sarah on producing this podcast every week for the past almost four years. That is awesome and totally magical that we've been able to influence ourselves every Monday to get up and to sit down and carve out the time to hold space for these moms and dads and talk about birth. And it is such a habit right now. It is not even a thing that we think about. You know, it's locked in on the schedule. We know our process. I know exactly what I'm doing, exactly how much time I need to set up. Everything else on a Monday revolves around that. And it is very amazing because over those four years, it'll actually be four years, I think, in, in September. So we're getting, we're getting there. Almost four years, like we've created such a strong, beautiful, amazing, engaged community. And that has, has made showing up every week so easy. You know, just showing up to serve. And it is hours that we put in on on that podcast. This one as well. Like, it, just a little insight. It takes a long time to produce a single episode of a podcast. You know, there's you got to come up with a podcast idea. Or in the case of doing it at home, we have to communicate with whoever we're going to be interviewing, schedule them, go through the back and forth, set things up. And then you got to physically set up all the gear and run through the testing, which can take a while. Then you actually do the interview and the 30-minute or 45-minute interview that you hear was actually, you know, an hour-long conversation when you factor in the the pre-interview chit-chat and the post-interview chit-chat. And then it has to be edited, you know, and I do that all myself. So that, that, that takes a little while to go through that process and then you edit everything and you get the audio all cleaned up and sounding great. And then you put it out there to be published and then you got to, you know, push it and, and let people know. So it's hours and hours that have gone into just doing it at home. And to look back as I'm getting close to that four year mark and just to see that and just to see the consistency, you know, just showing up every week, every week, show up. Don't know what to do, show up. Not feeling like it, show up. Tired, show up. Excited, show up. You know, and that's just what we've been doing, the two of us together. And 
That is magic. That is magic. Because if I ever want to buy into the lie that I'm not consistent, all I need to do is look back on doing it at home or having it all or some of my other projects and just be like, look, the evidence is here. You are a consistent person. So that's my magic, being consistent in that podcast with my queen. So take a moment now if you're feeling inspired and connect with some magic from your life. I know you're creating it. You are absolutely creating magic and it's worth pausing and reflecting on. Otherwise, you just miss it. Life goes by fast. The days go by quick. And it's so easy to miss those little moments that are really the spice of life. Like that's where the beauty in life lies, in the, in the tiny details. It's not in the big stuff. It's in the small little details. You know what I mean? And if, if we have blinders on or we're always looking to the next thing or we're running at 100 miles an hour, you miss the details, right? It's like if you go on a vacation, you, you don't jump into a vacation with the goal of getting through the vacation, right? You, you, you start your vacation wanting to savor every moment because it's, it's finite. Yet when we get into life, we just want to zoom ahead. We want to get to the end of the week, to the end of the weekend, to the end of the day. You just want to get to the end of it. And so all I'm saying is use at least this moment right now as you're listening to my magic, as you're listening to this podcast, use this moment to just pause and savor the details and soak them up the same way that you would soak up a great vacation or a great meal, right? You don't try to zoom through the end of a great meal. You want to soak it up. So soak up life by reflecting on one piece of magic that you've created in the past day. And then we're going to press on and go into some listener love. And today, I think I've been in a reflective mood. (laughs) I have because my magic was about four years of consistency with doing it at home. And my listener love today is, is a shout out to you, is to you for your continued support because we're, we're narrowing in on episode 300 of this podcast. This one's going to be, you know, 297, 298. So it's really close. And as, as I've marched towards 300, as all of us have gone closer to that big milestone, it's given me a great reason to just reflect on the life of this show. And again, four years. The first episode of of having it all launched, March 14th, 2016. So we're over four years now of producing this show. And what I you know, over the course of, of, of that time, particularly recently, I have received so many notes, so many emails and Instagram messages from you all sharing with me that you've listened to every episode. Right, And that is incredible. Or I've heard from you and you're giving me feedback and comments on early, early episodes, like episodes from 2016. And that is so, so cool. Like I was just, I was just talking to, uh, to, to somebody and they were saying that they could see or hear my growth over the four years from listening to those early episodes, which is fantastic. Like, yeah, you know what? I really see you connecting with different things because as as you've grown, Matthew, your show has grown and you can hear it. And that's an amazing thing. You know, for myself personally, I love having this time capsule. Like I'm going to be able to go back and, and, you know, revisit those moments in my life 
that I've shared on the podcast. And for you, you get a chance to go back to earlier episodes and, you know, hear the things that were resonating with my heart. And what's so cool is they're going to connect with you at different levels. That's why I love it. That's why I leave every single episode, even ones where I think, uh, you know, the way I feel about this has changed a little bit, right? Or the way that I would approach that scenario today is different than I would have three years ago. I still leave it because everything that I have ever said on this show came from an authentic place, came from my truth, came from a place of love, came from my best understanding of who I was in that moment. And I can trust that. And because I can trust that, I never need to worry or doubt myself, you know? And I, ah, maybe I should take that. No, like I was being real when I was sharing. And what's cool is, you know, messages will connect with you in different ways depending on where you're at, just will. And so all of the content on this show, all of the, you know, now close to 300 episodes are, 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 are valuable and truthful and authentic. And you've been with me throughout that process and that journey. And so today's listener love goes out to you. And I just want to say thank you. Wherever you jumped in on this train, whether it was the very early days or whether you're just jumping in now, you know, you're choosing to support this show. You're choosing to support this message that you can create an abundant loving life. You can have it all. That's a bold message to support because there's a lot of people out there who will disagree and they'll fight you in their, in their, you know, in their rightness that no, you cannot have it all. And so by supporting this podcast and these conversations, you're making a bold stance. You're planting your flag. Yes, I can have it all. I can experience abundance and love throughout all different areas of my life. And it is a choice. And I'm so freaking honored that you'll join me on that mission. So thank you so much. I am grateful to you. You are awesome. Okay. I've been very excited to talk about consistency because it's just been, it's been an up and down thing for me, right? Since, since I have been engaged in activities where consistency would be a huge benefit, it has been an up and down thing for me. And that goes back to my early days in sports, because I've always been active, always been an athlete, started playing soccer when I was four years old. You know, and when, when you're in the early days of sports, like everybody's on the same level, and the big differences are sort of, you know, growing up differences, right? Like if you're taller, then yeah, you're gonna be better at basketball. Or if you're just bigger, you might be a great running back and you can, you know, plow through kids because everybody's eight years old and, you know, everyone's kind of on the same level. But as I started to 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 get older and in all different areas of life, consistency started to really matter. You know, the ones who were showing up consistently, studying consistently, practicing consistently, you know, being generous and kind consistently sharing consistently. Those were the people who started to pull ahead in different areas or started to create different results in those areas, results that I probably wanted. So it's been a really interesting road for me. And I'm actually going to start off this conversation, this piece of of our episode with my main point. I'm not going to make you wait to the very end. My main point, my main takeaway with all this around consistency is that consistency is a choice. It is a choice that you either make or you don't make. Meaning, 
you make a choice within yourself, within your heart, that I am going to be consistent and I'm going to show up no matter what, period. And for me in my life, once I made that decision in my heart to show up no matter what the circumstance was, that's when I became consistent. It didn't mean that I never ran into some massive emotional hurdles to get over. Those hurdles being, I don't feel like it. I've got a thousand reasons why I shouldn't do it, why this will be a better option, right? I absolutely ran into those and I still do. But after that choice is made, after that choice was made in my heart, there was no going back, right? There was no going back for me. It was it. It was done. And so I share with you my belief that whether or not you are consistent or not in life, it's because you aren't choosing to be. And you have the ability to make that choice within your heart. And when you do, you will feel that flip switch. You absolutely will. It's a different feeling from that moment you say, done, this is happening now. I'm locked in. And if you have, because I know you have, you have been consistent in certain areas. And so you can go back and probably pinpoint the moment when you made the choice. It's not kind of a gradual thing. You don't just sort of like warm up into consistency. It's nope, I'm locking in. That's my big takeaway. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. So I want to tell you, tell you a little bit now about my ebbs and flows, my breakdowns and breakthroughs in consistency, because as I said, it's been a learning process, and I definitely did not see myself as consistent. In the areas that I really wanted certain results, I didn't see myself as consistent. And I think it's important that I say it that way, because where, wherever I felt I was lacking discipline or follow-through or perseverance, like those are the things that, those are the different ways I would describe my, my, my struggle with consistency. And I just don't follow through, right? I just don't have discipline. I, I don't persevere. I don't push through when times get hard. That to me is all under the umbrella of consistency. When I would focus on those things and be thinking about those things, what was really happening is I was focusing on outcomes. And I wasn't having a certain outcome that I wanted or that I felt I should have. And the reason why I wasn't having those outcomes in my mind was because I wasn't being consistent. I wasn't being disciplined. I wasn't persevering. I wasn't working thoroughly enough. But it was because of a certain outcome. So I'll give you an example. Early on 
in my entrepreneurial career when I started my marketing agency, the digital marketing guy, and I was experiencing ups and downs in clients and revenue, I chalked it up to me not being consistent with my marketing. Well, you weren't being consistent in, in your my marketing, specifically my blogging. You're not being consistent with your LinkedIn blogs. You're not being consistent, you know, putting out some written content. And because you don't have the experience of the clients that are just pouring in the door and having some more predictable revenue, because that's not happening, it is because you aren't being consistent and aren't persevering and you keep on, you know, not putting a blog out one week because you don't feel like it. That is how I would connect those dots in my mind. And so then I would always tell myself, okay, this week it's going to happen. I'm going to set some big goal. I'm going to get my whiteboard out. I'm going to plan the crap out of this thing. I'm going to have everything in place, all these things. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to optimize my workspace. I'm going to start doing all these different techniques, a Pomodoro technique, and I'm going to work for 40 minutes on and five minutes off and do a little break here and keep a timer, and I'm going to have an app on my computer that tells me if I'm wasting time on Facebook, I'm going to do all these different things because that's going to help me to be consistent. And what was interesting is I would get very excited about those things, about the planning of it all. Like, I'm a great planner. And I, and I hear that with clients as well. I'm, I'm great at planning. I could plan all day long. I could set up a great plan for myself, plan for other people, but it's the follow-through. And I get that because that was me. I had a, have an amazing plan. Just it wouldn't happen. I wouldn't follow through. I'd, I'd start something and then I'd fall off, you know, and it just wasn't happening. The, 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 something wasn't connecting for me. But what I would always do is I would always just say it's because I didn't have some sort of secret ingredient. You just don't have the special sauce. You just aren't meant to succeed in the way that those other people are meant to succeed. You're just not meant to have that business that is thriving. That's why it's not happening for you. You're just not the type of person, Matthew. You're just not the type of guy that will push through no matter what. Right now, one of the things Sarah and I are watching is that documentary on the Bulls, Chicago Bulls, called The Last Dance. And early, early on when I was a kid, I heard the story of Michael Jordan. I don't even know if the story is real, by the way, but I heard that when Michael Jordan was a kid, he was outside and it was pouring rain and he's shooting free throws because he was so dedicated to his practice. And I, I that, like that image, that story just etched itself deep into my brain. And that to me was the pinnacle of consistency and dedication and perseverance. And so I, I would always compare myself to that ideal. Would I stand out in the rain and shoot free throws? Not because anybody was watching or I was getting praised, but because that's what I chose to do and that's what I would committed to doing and I was going to do it because that was going to make me better. And so when it came time for me to judge myself about not being consistent, I would say things like, see, you, know, you wouldn't, you're not going to put in the work. You're not going to stand out in the rain and shoot free throws. That's the reason why you don't experience what you're experiencing. And that kind of was my pattern. There'd be something I would desire, something I wanted to accomplish or create or something I wanted to experience. And perhaps I had already tried in the past and it didn't work out and I was going to try again. And so I was going to create a plan for it, make my beautiful plan, get my Google spreadsheet, get my Google Doc, tell other people about it. 
rock and roll. And then I would get started and I would fall off. Wasn't consistent. And then I would start to guilt myself and judge myself and criticize myself and say, you don't have the shooting free throws in the rain it factor, man. You just don't have it. And so you're never going to have that life you want. And that's what I did over and over and over. But it was a couple of experiences that I had in my life where it really connected to me that it was a choice and that I simply wasn't choosing it. I had the desire. I had the, I really wanted the thing, but I wasn't choosing, like choosing the path that it takes to go and create or experience the thing. I hadn't gone to that next step. And one of them was in my, my small group called a COI, Circle of Influence. So I first joined a COI back in 20, probably 14, 2015. And again, a COI Circle of Influence is a small group, seven people. It goes for 18 months. And the whole purpose is that as a group collectively, we hold each other to being the most awesome version of ourselves that we say we want to be. That's what it is. So it's part accountability, part goal setting, part real, raw, straight up feedback, you know, part learning lessons and, and, and growing in our consciousness. And it happens for a year and a half. And one person leads it. Sometimes there's a co-lead. And everybody meets every single week for at least three hours a week. In this small group, we meet live and we go through the process. And so what happened was my uh, Sarah and I were in a group together. And the leader of the group decided to quit in the middle of our 18-month process. And he just quit and he moved. And so we, you know, there was some turmoil going on. And uh, for maybe a couple of weeks, it started to feel a little bit rocky. Like, hey, you know what? Something's going on. And then all of a sudden, he just, you know, he ups and, and leaves and moves out of, the, out of the city, moves to a different state. And so here we were in this meeting with no leader, and we had nobody to, to lead us going forward. And now, keep in mind, everybody in the group, including that leader, had made a commitment. We had all committed to ourselves and to each other that we were going to see this, this 18 months out. You know, we were going to see this process all the way through. And so I remember after he left, and the week came, and our meeting time arrived, and we didn't have a leader. And so I remember saying to Sarah, well, you know, people, we have a group, we have a group text thread as well. And people are sort of asking questions, what should we do? And well, I'm not going to go since we don't have a leader. And you started to see that, that, that snowball effect when one person bows out, when one person, you know, gives into excuse or whatever, then you see other, it gives permission for other people to do that as well. So one person was like, oh, I'm not going to be there. I'm not coming. We don't have a leader. Well, I'm okay. I'm not coming either. And it got to Sarah and I, and I just said, okay, Sarah, well, we're not going to go this week. And so the night of our meeting comes and goes, and there is no meeting. The next day, I get a phone call from my mentor. And, you know, he leads a COI as well, because there was multiple of these groups happening at the same time. And he calls me up. He's like, what the hell? Where were you? What do you mean, where was I? There was, we didn't have a leader, so, you know, everybody else wasn't showing up, so I wasn't going to show up. And he shared with me one of the most profound lessons 
on consistency that, you know, that I still think about today and still impacts me today. He says, it doesn't matter what anybody else does. You committed. You committed to show up. And this is simply circumstance. So don't let a circumstance throw you off. Don't let what other people choose dictate what you're going to choose. You make that choice for yourself. And I, I didn't need a long conversation. I didn't need a lecture. I got it. I, I totally understood. I understood because when that group thread was going down and we didn't have a clear leader and everybody was choosing, I made a choice. I said, Sarah, I'm not, I'm not going. You know, and I, I made it challenging for her to make a powerful choice as well by me saying, yeah, we're, we're not going because she had choice as well and she chose not to go also. And I, and I understood I made that choice. I could have chosen to say, I'm going to show up. And if I don't have a place to, to show up, I'm just going to show up at my house and I'm going to hold the meeting myself. I'm not the leader, but I know how to do it. I have the template. I can follow the format. I've been in this group for many months at this point, so I know what to do. I didn't choose that though. I chose to give in to the circumstance at the moment. And the circumstance in the moment was, well, well we don't have a leader and, and this is kind of, you know, weird and awkward. And, you know, I, I don't want to be the lone voice and, you know, I'm just going to go along with the crowd. And so when my mentor called me and he pointed that out and gave me that feedback and said, you made a commitment, you, cho- you, you show up no matter what. That was it. That was all I needed to hear. I was like, got it. I'm showing up for this. And that was back in 2015. I haven't missed a week since. If I have been in town, I'm showing up. And we went through that COI for three years because it was fascinating. The first group, the first group of us seven, we got together. The leader dipped out. That group fell apart. Only two people remained, Sarah and myself. And then, whoop, a new group formed. My mentor started leading, Sarah and myself, and then four other people joined us. And we went for a while, over a year. And then that group broke apart because the four people that joined us, they, it got a little too hot for them at a certain point and all four of them dipped out. And so we started over again and we picked up four more people and that group went the distance. And so it was funny because like I said, COI lasts 18 months, but I like to say that first experience for me was three years. It took three years from the moment I committed to go through the process because Went through two rounds of people showing up and then bowing out, showing up and then bowing out. Two rounds of people dipping out on themselves, you know, by dipping out on their commitment. And I think that experience was also very powerful for me, for me to see what happens when people dip out on their commitments. I saw the impact. It was so clear that people who made that commitment and chose to dip out they did not leave very peacefully, you know. They, they did not leave and then go and experience, you know, greater flow, greater effortlessness. No, I mean, it just, it was, there was some rocky, rocky stuff that they then created in their lives. And it wasn't as a result, it wasn't like because they're no longer in our group that their life was tough. No, it was just because they had an opportunity to choose to show up and, and keep a commitment and show up for themselves and they took a different route. And when you do that, it's easy, right? When you make one decision of not showing up, it's very easy to make another decision of not showing up and another and another, right? When you choose to give in a circumstance in one area, 
it's very easy to just start doing it all over the place and you, you'll see a snowball effect. And you can really quickly build momentum in the area of you know, not making the powerful choice. And that's what I witnessed. So that example was huge with me, huge with me, and it really stuck. I have another consistency example. And this, has, again, helped me to see where I'm choosing to count myself out or where I'm choosing to give in to my emotions and what I want in the moment versus the bigger picture. So one of the other things that Sarah and I commit to is a weekly run. We have a running group and we meet every Saturday morning, 745, and we go for a four-mile run here in, in Atlanta, two miles out from, from our starting spot and then two miles back. And we pick different routes every week, and there's a number of us. It's, it's Right now, the group is over 20 people that show up. And I had made a... Let's see, it, the, the best way to put it is I had agreed to show up, but I didn't etch it in stone. So what that meant was I gave all appearances that I was going to be there every week. And I talked as if I was going to be there every week. But I hadn't made that firm choice within me. So there was one particular week where the forecast was rain and cold. And I don't like the cold. I don't know if it's my California blood or all the years I spent living in Florida. I do not like the cold. If it's below 50, I'm, I'm you know, typically not digging it. And this run was going to be early in the morning, right? 745. That means you got to get up at six something to get ourselves ready. It's raining outside, not just a little drizzle. Like it was full on raining and it was cold. It was in the 30s, maybe even the 20s. No, it wouldn't. It, if it was in the 20s, it would have been snowing. It wasn't snowing. So it was in the 30s. This was winter time. And if you've ever been in Atlanta in the wintertime, it's not a lot of fun. Like, a lot of Atlanta winters can be wet and really cold. It'll stay right above freezing, so you're not going to get all that amazing snow, except for maybe one or two days. It's just wet and cold, and that's what it was, wet and cold. And so that morning, I see the forecast, and I think the day before, I already decided I wasn't going to show up. It was already done. I was like, ah, I'm going to... I'm going to be extra tired the next morning or I'm going to set my alarm really low so maybe I just don't hear it and then I can say, oh, no, it wasn't me. It was my alarm. I slept through. But I already made that decision in my mind that I wasn't going to go. And then, of course, I influenced Sarah because I'm very influential and whatever I did or said, she was on board too. So then I didn't show up. Our family didn't show up and other families didn't show up. And I think that was one of the things also that morning I, you, we were, on, again, on a group text, and one person bowed out, and then two or three other people bowed out after that, right? Because when you make that decision, that disempowering choice, it gives others permission to do the same thing. The flip side is also true, by the way. When you make a powerful choice, it gives other people permission to make a powerful choice. But those disempowering choices, those fear-based choices, boy, when you make that choice, just pay attention now. When you make that choice or when another person makes it, you might see a bunch of other people then just follow suit. And that's what happened. So then we, uh, the Saturday comes and goes. We didn't show up. We go about our Saturday. And it was a couple days later that um, a group of us met up together, like 10 of us met. Uh, and you know, we do that every month. We meet and just sort of talk and hang out. And we were in one of these meetings and one of the, the members, her name is Shonda, 
She said that she she had some some thoughts to share with all of us about the Saturday run. Because the group of us 10 are typically people who show up every Saturday. Again, in my mind, I, I hadn't made a written commitment, but I was still part of the group that shows up almost every Saturday. And Shonda said, and she really directed this feedback at the men. She said that, you know, she showed up on that Saturday. It's raining and it's cold. Her two kids were there as well. They were, what, 11 and 9. And what really impacted her was that the other men from this running group chose not to show up. And that she didn't have other men, other kings around her supporting her. She did not feel supported. And that got me. It really got me because that is not who I aspire to be. All right? Particularly with you know, the two young kids showing up. And they're getting out there in ponchos, showing up in the rain, despite circumstance, and they were going for it. And so hearing that, and then seeing the picture, because they posted a picture as well. They posted some magic on the Bounce Game app. And I'm like, wow, they showed up. I just felt like a punk. I felt like a punk. I felt like a chump. I felt, I felt small. And I felt like I let people down, you know, because holding space for, 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 for folks, especially Shonda, like she's one of the people that I, I, I love and I hold space for her and I support her. And then for her to say, listen, I felt, I felt like y'all left me. You just, yeah, it was raining and it was a little bit of a circumstance, but you didn't show up. You know, I was left out here, you know, wet by myself with these kids. And that, that got me and, and, and I, and I, and I got it. Like, I, I clearly could see, yes, I chose not to show up. I could see the moment when I chose, when I let circumstance dictate what I was going to do, when I let the weather decide if I was going to be consistent. I let an external circumstance decide my consistency, my integrity, ultimately the character that I was forging. There's a pattern here, everybody. There's a pattern. Right, both with the COI and with the run. It was external circumstances, other people or the weather, that ultimately influenced whether or not I was going to be consistent. See that pattern and connect with it. Because again, consistency is a choice. It is a choice that we all make. And with those areas in your life, those big or small areas where you have or have not been consistent, you can always boil it down to a choice that is made. I'm not going to do this, or I am going to do this no matter what. And so I'm very, very grateful for those examples because those are very stark examples to me. They stand out, and it is so clear to me how I chose to not show up. I chose to play small. I chose to not follow through on my word, and, and I chose not to be consistent, and I got it, and, I, and it connects with me. And in both of those areas now, COI and the run, I'm there. It's happening. I'm there no matter what because I now have made the choice. It doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing. It doesn't matter if I'm the only person in my group. I am showing up. I am going to be consistent because I want to be a person who is trustworthy. You can count on me. I can count on me. That's the biggest part. I can count on me. I can trust on me. I can depend that I will show up in the face of discomfort, adversity, circumstance, no matter what it is, 
I'm going to show up when I commit to it. And that is where my consistency today comes from. So I think I've made my point that consistency is a choice. And you will get to that point where you choose to be consistent. And then from that point on, things are different. Now, it doesn't mean that you cannot do things along the way to support yourself in that choice or to help make that choice be a little bit easier for you because you absolutely can. So as I mentioned before, Having It All is approaching its 300th episode. And one of the things that I did to help keep me consistent, to help get me to the point where I am today, almost 300 episodes in, is when I first decided to do this podcast, I set a goal of 100 episodes. So what I did was, you know, by doing that, it allowed me to have something in mind that I was playing for that I could just march towards every week. 100 episodes. I can do that. It was something that I really felt I could do. If I had said 300 episodes, it may not have been the same case. I may not have have jumped in in the first place, or maybe I would have started and then 300 episodes seemed way too far off. So I would have just said, nope, I'm not going to do that. But 100 episodes felt feasible for me. So kind of breaking it down for myself and giving myself a realistic goal or a realistic thing to aim for, it helped make my decision of I'm going to be consistent with a podcast help make it easier. And that was fantastic. And then with doing it at home, you know, I have the added benefit of doing it with a partner. So having that additional layer of accountability where Sarah and I together said, we are going to produce this show and we're going to be consistent every week. Now, if I don't want to be consistent, I have to, you know, I have to bring it up with her, right? And she's going to hold me accountable. So those, those types of things like breaking things down into smaller pieces and incorporating accountability, accountability partners or accountability tools, those things can absolutely help. But I will stress that if you fail to be consistent, it's not because you didn't break it into small enough increment or it's not because your accountability partner failed you, right? It was because, again, whatever outside circumstance you allowed to get in between you and your decision, that's the reason why your consistency fell off. And that's a difficult thing at times to really grasp and, and fully accept because we don't like to believe that we are inconsistent because of something that we did or did not do. You know, it's, it's easy to say, well, it's raining outside and it's cold. Of course, I'm not going to show up. Duh. Right? Or it's easy to say, Every, everybody else dropped off. I'm not going to do this. Or it's easy to say, well, you know, COVID. Yeah, that's, I'm, of course. No, I don't need to be on top of my stuff right now. No, because there's this thing going on. Coronavirus, everything shut down. It's so easy to allow external circumstances to dictate how you're going to show up. So you got to be so vigilant at catching that. Because once you do that, once you allow that thing to infiltrate, it's got you. It does. And you will just experience power loss. You may not know that it's power loss, but it is. It absolutely is. Anytime that you've, you, you, you allow circumstance or situations or other people's emotions or feelings or their thoughts to dictate what you do, that is a power loss every single time. So, you know, 
this episode is not a is not meant to to give you all these different ways for you to remain consistent because that's not the point of this. I've done episodes in the past that talk about that. You can go and search those or you can go do a Google search, how I can be more consistent in my daily life. And there's a lot of resources out there that are going to help you by giving you, you know, other little tools and other processes and other little things. What I really wanted to illuminate was that when I look back in my life, a guy who did not feel he was consistent, a guy who did not feel that I had perseverance and I wasn't a person who followed through. I was a great planner, but I never had the follow through. When I look at my life, it was because I didn't fully commit within my heart. I committed externally because I thought that a person wanted me to commit or I thought that I should commit or I thought that it was going to you know, make me look good or whatever, but I never fully committed. I was, there was never full buy-in in my heart because when there has been full buy-in in my heart, I show up. I do, and so do you. When you commit to things in your heart, you show up for them. Whatever it is, big or small, when, it is, when you've made that commitment to yourself, you are consistent. And I know you can think of examples right now where you are super freaking consistent. You absolutely can. Because you wouldn't have gotten this far in life if you weren't consistent in a lot of areas. It's just those few areas where you aren't excited about the experience you're having and you don't have the results that you feel that you, you need or that you should have and you start to judge it, then you connect the dots with yourself and you say, oh, I'm just, it's just because I'm not consistent. But I'm telling you, you are consistent in the areas that you've chosen to be. So if there are areas that you really desire to be consistent, health, money, relationships, whatever, you really want to, it's not happening, go inward and reflect on why you haven't made that hard choice within your heart. That's going to be where the difference is going to be made. Not in the accountability partner, not in the different things that you could put in place. Those will help. Those can help. But I guarantee you, if you haven't made that commitment within your heart to show up and be consistent no matter what, you can have all the accountability partners in the world. There will be a circumstance that's bigger than all of them. We're, we're in one right now. And, and that's one of the things that, that this global COVID thing has really presented. It's a circumstance bigger than your accountability partners, right? Bigger than some of those tools that you maybe had in place to keep you consistent. And now you get a chance to see, was it locked into your heart? Because that's what happens. If it's not locked into your heart, someone's going to come along and it's going to push you. It's going to test you. It's going to see if you're going to waffle. And people do. I have. And so learn from that. You know, learn from my examples. Learn from your own examples where you weren't consistent. You can release a little bit of that judgment and shaming yourself and just saying that you aren't worthy, that you aren't great, that you aren't enough, that you aren't smart, that you aren't whatever it is that you tell yourself. You can let go of that when you realize it just hasn't locked in. It can create a little bit more peace within you. Like, you know what? I said I was going to blog every day and document my experience as a new parent, but I'm not doing it. So, okay, it just must not be that the timing, right? You can let go of a lot of things when you realize your consistency isn't because you just, you didn't choose it. You haven't chosen it yet. And you can have a light bulb moment 
where the where the switch flips and you recognize, wow, you know what? I haven't fully committed to it. I haven't fully locked in. I'm going to lock in now. This is going to be different and we're going to move forward in this new different state of being because I've 100% experienced that and it is possible for you as well. So I'm excited to hear about any breakthroughs that you have as a result of listening to this conversation and chewing on it for yourself. And I'd love to hear about them. If you want to share your breakthrough with me, if you want to share an insight with me, or if you have a question, maybe something came up and you're just not clear or, or you know, you want to dive deeper in something, reach out to me. Reach out to me. I, I love receiving notes from you. You can email me, Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. You can hit me up on Instagram, Matthew underscore Bivens. And if you have made that choice, that consistency choice, you know, and you want support in that, because sometimes, you know, once you make that choice, having support, again, isn't the deciding factor, but a lot of times it can make it easier. And if you want that support, let me know. That's what I do with my balanced lifestyle coaching. I support consistency. I support habit forming. I support developing the character of the person you want to be to create the results that you want in your life. That's what I do. So you can email me for that again at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. All right, go forth with this new insight, this new knowledge that you now have, and go make a dent in your world. All right, go create some magical moments. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens. I'm going to catch you later. Here's to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.